Hi, my name is Nathan Bradford, and I just want to thank everyone for listening to my music, for being so supportive, and I just appreciate everything. I wanted to spend some time today talking about a little bit of the history of Nathan R. Bradford music and me as a musician, just so you can get a little background of where I've been and what this kind of music means. It's very new, it's no one's really familiar with it, so I just thought I'd go through it and let people know more about it. So I grew up in Utah, um, started playing the piano at five years old, and I started playing the cello at probably around 12 years old, but started taking lessons when I was 14. And I started getting really serious with music, and some of my early influences is Hunchback of Notre Dame um, by Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz, the Disney film. That was one of the most you know, amazing scores I was introduced to as a kid. I loved Hellfire. I loved all the animation. I loved everything about it. And I also grew up loving Broadway musicals such as Wizard of Oz and Sound of Music, My Fair Lady, different things like that. And as I got older, I loved Les Miserables and Phantom of the Opera and just different things like that. And in my teenage years, I was listening to a lot of Amy Lee and with an invitation, I listened to a lot of stu- uh, Two Steps from Hell, which is Thomas Bergerson and Nick Phoenix. And I've listened to lots of you know, influences such as William Joseph, and I've always loved those softer kind of voices like Kenneth Cope, Donny Osmond. Um, yeah, Amy Lee has that soft voice that I love. And so I f- have found my sound through the influences that I've listened to also. And I began getting really serious with composition probably when I was maybe 17, 18 years old. And one of the first songs I ever wrote was an arrangement of the Coventry Carol. And I was in orchestra with my best friend, Rachel. And I invited her over to my house and showed her my composition. And she, on the spot, you know, just picked up her cello and did some improv and came up with that arrangement that you hear in Revolutionized. And so basically, like, since then, I have written so many songs. And the bulk of my music has been written when I was going into college. And I studied college and played in the orchestra um, at a university. And I was so grateful to be able to be a part of the program and to be able to play in the orchestra and to take lessons from an amazing cello teacher. And I also, um, when I began studying the cello at age 14, um, I started, you know, in high school, participated in several solo ensemble um, competitions and participate in ASTA, which is the American Strings Teachers Association. And it was just really awesome to be able to have all this influence in my life. And um, some other influences that I've had is um, I used to listen to Epica and Nightwish and just all these different kinds of groups and artists. And I wanted to become like them. I loved Breaking Benjamin and I've listened to Disturbed and some different um, influences like that, that have a lot of that orchestral influence. And it's just really amazed me the kind of music that I think is really good is really heavily influenced by these artists and these people. Um, Dave Egger plays with Amy Lee all all the time. And he has um, also participated in many bands, albums, and different things like that. But basically, so what I want to get to the point of today 
is revolutionized, where it began, what it means, and everything like that. So when I started writing the Coventry Carol, um, after that, songs just started coming and coming and coming. And I was studying in um, my college, and I was supposed to practice, you know, two hours a day in the practice room and things like that. And during all this time, I was just dying to compose. I was just dying. My creative outlet was just, you know, pouring over. And I didn't want to study Mozart and Bach and, you know, Haydn and all these composers because it wasn't speaking to me. I wanted to write a soundtrack. I wanted to write, you know, movie scores. And I wanted to get really into that instrumental awesome stuff that made sense to my brain and definitely made sense to my heart. And there was like a jam, there was a wedge, there was some friction because I was expected to, you know, worship, study, and love the things that my teachers wanted us to learn and study. And I just had a hard time because that isn't me. Um, my style went against everything that the professors and the people in my college wanted me to do. And so I always felt like there was that friction. And so I would run into the practice room and rebel, and I would pretend like I'm practicing but I would actually be composing because I couldn't really get myself to practice these ancient pieces that I didn't speak to my heart. And so when I was in there, um, I was um, coming up with this melody and it was the introduction for Requella. And I played the cello piece in the practice room a lot. And it was something that I liked what I was coming up with, but I was kind of frustrated because I wasn't thinking, is it my sound? I was overthinking it. I was wondering, is this really my sound? Is this, you know, too influential of something else? And, and it was, it was just unstructured. It didn't have any direction or anything like that. And I would go in my backyard and swing at night under the moon. And I would, you know, listen to the things that I would record. And I spent a lot of time at my own house, um, playing the whole piano part. And so, the Requella and the Lacune on the Revolutionized album is actually original stuff that I composed at my house. And I I remember at the time hating the piece that I came up with because it was just a tangent. It was all over the place. It didn't have a structure. It was it's not something that you could hear, you know, on the radio. It doesn't get to the point. It just took a long time to get to anything. So I remember just feeling a lot of frustration during, you know, all this college. And on top of that, um, when we would turn in assignments and we would want to, you know, show our skills and talents through our homework, um, oftentimes mine would get shut down because it sounded like movie music. And it wasn't good enough in their eyes because it wasn't following um, figured bass and all these rules of theory and all these different things. And so if you listen to this song, um, song of venting and release that talks about my journey, my story of how I'm not going to do what everyone else wants me to do. I'm not going to fit inside their box and the music videos that I've written and done the script for and produced, um, they show the visual of being put in a box. They show, you know, everyone else wants you to play this role or they want you to be Mozart. They want you to put on the wig and play the flute and they want you to put on the outfit and they want you to be all these things. And I kept saying, no, no, no. And no matter what you tell me to do, I can't do it. And 
one of the lines in the Raven song, that was the whole message of the song for a Raven song is take my life and let it be your separating tragedy. I listen to my heart. Don't deem it wrong. This is my own Raven song. Um, all that you ask for says goodbye. I'll never become what you do turning away for something new. So I'm going to be that one student that doesn't follow what all the other students do and become their professors, you know, teacher's pet, favorite, things like that. I'm going to be the one that separates and it's going to be a tragedy because they want me to conform. They want me to become this thing that I'm not going to become. I'm going to turn away and do something new and find my passion, follow my heart. So it's a, a lot of rebellion and lots of fight in this album. Lots of, you know, dissonance and issues in my heart with all these things. So revelation comes from a place of frustration, uh, revolutionized, I mean. And so revolutionized got its title from, you know, going into different people's houses and studios. And I was just recording raw piano and raw cello together. And then my, my fiance, who is now my wife at the time, gave me a Christmas present when we were dating. Um, my wife, Juliana, she's just awesome. Um, I love her so much and so grateful for her support. She gave me this uh, MacBook for my for Christmas, and I remember pulling an all-nighter, and I just did all the orchestration for Requella because I really wanted to bring it to life and make it sound like a movie, sound like it belongs in a movie. And I actually did not sleep at all. The sun was coming up, and I heard the birds chirping, and I was like, man, I haven't gone to sleep yet. And that was the first time in my life I pulled an all-nighter. But I finished Requella, and I just fell in love with it. It was the first time I didn't hate it. It was the first time I actually loved it and thought it was great. And I was never taught how to use GarageBand. I was never taught how to, you know, go through and follow all the details and rules in there. I just kind of winged it and did my very best. And so when I started doing that, then I wanted to orchestrate Coventry Carol, and then I wanted to um, orchestrate Frizen and all these other ones. And so revolutionize means taking something that is just, you know, regular, or ordinary, making it extraordinary and just changing it completely drastically and making it sound like it belongs in a film or a movie. And that's the kind of music that I want my music to fit into. Um, not in the classical box, but I want it to fit into the movie score cinematic box. And so I'm just so grateful for how far it's come. It's taken 13 years. I think it was 2008 is when the Coventry Curls started. And it has just been a long journey to be able to create this album. And when I was going into this project, it was not even a project. It wasn't even an album. It was just, I'm in the mood to write. I'm just going to write something. And then things just kind of started flying and flying through my, through my mind and everything just came together. And I was just so excited. And so I'm so grateful for all the support that I've been given. If it wasn't for my parents, if it wasn't for my, you know, cello teacher and my, um, cello teachers, and for my piano teachers and different people who have stuck there with me, um, it has been just wonderful. And I just want to thank everyone. So I hope you'll check out the music videos on my YouTube channel. You can go to Nathan R. Bradford Music on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. And it's all under Nathan R. Bradford Music. And I wanted to make it just simple to find. And so this album called Lost Voices, I just wanted to place for 
all those tracks that didn't make it on to Revolutionized, but they're the instrumental kind of like raw, those kind of raw tracks that I talked about. There are some orchestral parts too, but I just wanted to kind of bring this album together and make it the album for all those lost tracks that didn't have its way or find its way into Revolutionized. So I hope that you will um, share this album with your friends, share it with people who are in orchestra, share it with those of um, your family, friends, anyone else who might be interested in cinematic music, or those who are interested in all music. Um, I'm just so grateful for everything and just want this to be my story, my journey. And I'm so excited. My other album that I've done is called Note by Note. And that's just a long journey of using um, MuseScore. I couldn't think of it for a second. MuseScore. Using MuseScore to listen to some of my favorite um, scores by ear. And then I use the piano and MuseScore to just plunk it um, out and to hear it by ear and stick it into the program. So I wasn't using resources. I was just using how it sounded. And it sounds really, really, really like difficult. But when you have your score pulled up on your um, computer and you, you know, pause the video every five seconds, you can kind of get all the notes in there. And you can have enough time to slow down and say, is this a full chord? Is this all the notes that are in this section? Or is this how I hear it? Um, so note by note has like 51 tracks. And it's also including all the music that I've written or a lot of the music that I've written from even when I was studying at college and all sorts of different places in my life. So anyways, I just wanted to share this and get it out there and just, I'm just so excited, you guys. So thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy all these albums that I have put out there and that you'll share it and put it on your social media or you can just share it with people in, you know, a car ride or whatever else you do. So anyways, thank you for listening and I hope you'll continue to look for the new music and the new content that I put out because there is more coming. Thank you.